Hello listeners and welcome back to This Gen Last Gen and our final bit of coverage for E3 2018. Today saw Nintendo do its Nintendo Direct and they are the final big press conference for the show. So uh, it's all over. That's it folks. See you next time. Just kidding. We do have a little bit to talk about with Nintendo and I, I hesitate. I, I struggle to see how I can phrase this because there's no way I can really get around being uh, being quite overtly negative. And I, I want to kind of preface this by saying that I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan. I'm a huge fan of Zelda and a couple of other like very specific games, but I don't even own a Nintendo Switch yet. Uh, my co-host Sorrel, who is sadly not with us right now, uh, but I hope to be discussing E3 at the weekend with him. He does have a Switch and I'm very interested in his take on this uh, presentation. But uh, for me, for someone kind of approaching it as a bit of an outsider who's saying, well, okay, you know, I've already played Breath of the Wild because I, I had it on Wii U. Uh, and yeah, sure, there's Mario Odyssey that I would definitely get if I picked up a Switch. Is there something new coming that is going to sell the Switch to me? And the answer is definitely not. They did have some new announcements. You know, let's start it off with the good news. They uh, kind of had like a rapid fire 15 minutes where they showed off some new games, including lots of uh, like smaller indie titles, but also a couple of big things like uh, admitting that, yeah, Fortnite is coming out for Switch right now. It's already available. Announcing a new Fire Emblem game, uh, showing off some other stuff. You know, it, it was it was a good start. There was nothing really for me just yet, but it was a good start. It's, you know, it's very easy to say, well, look at that and go, well, you know, good job, Nintendo. Next came Smash Brothers. And again, the problem is I'm not a Smash Brothers fan, but the emphasis that Nintendo put on it well, I can understand that emphasis. I can understand that they want to lead with one of their big games. It's probably going to be their biggest upcoming game for 2018, although the release date is a little bit surprising. It's not coming out until December 7th. So uh, the 2018 slate is looking pretty light. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, this focus on Smash continued for 20 or 30 minutes, and it became like a an avant-garde performance piece where they're just starting to read out the patch notes. We were getting not just... Uh, a kind of a quick cut of fighters that are being brought back to this iteration of Smash, but we were getting character-by-character breakdowns of minor costume changes and minor tweaks to their attacks. Uh, An actual quote that really just sticks out and and blows my mind is them saying, uh, yeah, you know, we Fit Trainer is back, but we slightly changed her face. It was an astonishing performance, And, and as dreadful as it was, I'm kind of glad that I did actually sit and watch it, because I think if if someone was telling me that this happened, I simply wouldn't believe them. You really had to be there and just get this non-stop 30-minute barrage of Smash information. And, you know, they did have some cool news in there that I'm sure that Smash fans were very, very happy to hear. Uh, from, like, hardware stuff, like, uh, the, yes, they're implementing all of the uh, Amiibos from previous versions of Smash, but also all of those characters amiibo so even if you got like a, a a variant of a mario amiibo you can use it with mario in smash brothers i guess that's cool they announced that yes again they're bringing back the gamecube controller which is of course the most popular or at least the like the most cult controller for smash brothers again that's pretty cool but i just don't think that we needed such an interminably long breakdown of all the little tiny changes all the minutiae that go into uh a, you know what is essentially a, a, a port of the Wii U version of Smash with a lot of new th- features thrown on top, like a lot of new characters. And that was it. 
you know, the there was no sign of Metroid Prime 4, which was announced last year. I mean, I guess the kind of the expectation was maybe that they wouldn't show anything new. You know, all it had before was a logo. Uh, it sounds like they just started working on it. So I can kind of understand that there's nothing, but no mention of it whatsoever. Uh, again, as a Zelda fan, I was kind of hoping that we might get uh, some Breath of the Wild DLC or a kind of a, a nod towards a 2D Zelda. Uh, but we didn't get anything there. Uh, overall, it was just a uh, a very odd presentation. Uh, the big rumor before the show was that we might get a kind of Star Fox Grand Prix or, or some kind of Star Fox racing game, and there was no sign of that. So uh, yeah, it, it's a very difficult uh, thing to watch, and uh, like a very underwhelming end to what is you know to be honest, being quite a low key E3. Uh, but I, I don't want to end on too negative a note. You know, I think that uh, even though this E3 was very light on new announcements, it's important to remember that uh, even though not many things got announced at the show, part of that is because so much leaked or was announced in the weeks leading up to it. So it's not like there are no games coming out, uh, not just uh, looking ahead into like 2019 and beyond uh, we've got stuff coming out here in 2018 and there are even some like massive games that uh, didn't get much of a look because of the way that their uh, developers or publishers tend to work you know for example one of the biggest games towards the end of this year is inevitably going to be Red Dead Redemption 2 and Rockstar doesn't even bother showing up so even though some of the presentations didn't blow me away I don't want to be too worried about the hobby. I think there's plenty to look forward to in this generation. And again, it's kind of in a, a weird position because it looks like maybe at next E3, we're going to see some next generation consoles announced and they could even be coming out at the end of 2019. Uh, I'm still really happy with where we are this generation. And uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to. Switch still has to win me over. So uh, stay tuned for uh, next week. Like I said, I will be speaking again with my co-host Sorrel. We'll actually have uh, an episode with the two of us together again. And uh, we're looking forward to discussing everything that happened at this E3, talking about the games that really stood out for us. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to hear from Sorrel because I know he has very different opinions to me. And I'm especially interested in seeing his take on the Nintendo presentation. And of course, uh, E3 itself has actually started now. Like I said in the very first episode of these recaps, the floor show is E3 and the press conferences are kind of a, an adjunct to that. So there's always the potential there's going to be some interesting stuff on the floor that uh, didn't get picked up in the big press conferences. Uh, I know that Sony has already released a schedule. They're going to be highlighting some games that didn't really appear in their uh, their press conference yesterday. Uh, Days Gone is amongst them. Uh, a gameplay demo of Resident Evil 2 Remake has been promised. So there's lots of cool stuff that might appear as we go through the week and we can chat about that in our next episode as always if you haven't subscribed already but you want to be kept up to date on our new episodes join us on soundcloud or over on itunes and you can follow us on twitter and facebook too so thanks for listening we will see you again with our regular episodes starting next week with a big focus on our e3 reactions adios